welcome to the E equals MC squared of running. I'm Maggie Cooper and this podcast is about running with a little bit of science but today it's mainly about running. So I'm quite a calm kind of a person. I don't normally get annoyed about things, things you see on the internet or social media or whatever, but um, something irked me this week. So I'm going to um, give you my rant, um, but you'll, you'll see why it's relevant. Um, they Somebody said something about um, running in the cold weather. Oh, I love running in the cold weather or something. You know, running in the cold weather is not is is fine. You know, it's cold, it's fine. You can wrap up, whatever. But um, so somebody made the comment um, uh, about the fact that you know people weren't going out because of whatever they didn't have the right a kit or whatever, and you know saying uh, there's nothing, no such thing as like a a bad um, run. It's um it's bad. Uh, you have bad equipment. And I thought, really, are they so naive? Is that is that really what they think? For example, so I was in London um, earlier in the week when it was actually pretty cold. I think it was minus two overnight. So when I got up in the morning, I thought, should I go for a run then? Or should I try and leave it to later where the sun might have gone, some of the paths and uh, some of the iciness might have gone. So that's what in the end what I decided to do. In fact, when I went out later, um, you know, about eight, uh, when the sun had risen, um, I could see that it wasn't that bad. And I, I kind of wished I had gone out earlier because by the time it got to the like, afternoon, the evening, when I, when I had time to go out again, then um, again, it was dark and um, it was cold. And it was just a little bit, it, I was tired and it was a little bit miserable. I, did, I didn't really enjoy the run and I'd really wished I'd gone out earlier. But the reason I didn't go out earlier because it was because it was dark and um, and potentially icy and potentially dangerous. No equipment apart from ice skates could have helped me in that situation. And people were posting all these pictures of like trail running and lovely running through the crisp gra- um, frozen grass and this type of thing. And yet that's really nice. I would really have enjoyed doing that. But the reason why I would have actually in on in that on that day I would have preferred to run on a treadmill, for example, is not because I don't have the right kit, but like it was totally impossible. I couldn't run in the daylight, and it was um, dark and icy and not safe outside. So I just thought it was a just a really really stupid comment. And then I realised that at the same time as I was thinking uh, it was a stupid comment and uh, how um, you know naive were these people. Um, at the same very same time, these guys running in something called the spine race. Now, if you're not familiar with the spine race, then um, I suggest you kind of look it up on the internet because it's absolutely fascinating uh, race. And it, now I have to read where it's from and to because I can't remember well enough. But it's from Edale in Derbyshire to Kirk Yetholm in Scotland. That is. 268 miles so it's a 268 mile race and it happened just this past week when it was absolutely freezing cold and obviously it's not that light either so people are having to run in the in the dark so uh, my I've, I've felt quite proud of myself these last few weeks because I have run every day and my average mile, um, well, the mileage, kilometres, whatever, I've, I've averaged 30 kilometres, or not just average, I have run that far every every single week. I've run 30 kilometres or slightly more. Um, and I was, like, quite pleased with that. And then I read this, this guy's running, not just, <laughs> they're running a long way, but they're running in the freezing cold over icy um, ground where they could slip and fall any any moment. Um, and they ran, they had to run 268 miles, or that's 429 kilometres, um, and they have to complete that race in seven days. Now, some of them completed it in about five days, which is phenomenal. So I, I thought, well, I wonder how much that is every day. And it works out to be more than 60 kilometres or about 38 miles every single day. 
So I was like, well, I'm just like happy to have done 30 kilometers in one week. And they are doing twice as much as that every single day in the freezing cold. Now, it, it gets worse. I mean, it's like this race is absolutely crazy. The first day, okay, they start in the village, in the village hall, um, and they have to, they have to cover at least um, 74 kilometers in the first 24 hours. And there's 2,442 2, meters of ascent. And then the next section, which they um, they have, there's, again, there's a cutoff time of um, 60 hours, you know, from the, the start, um, that is um, 100 kilometers. And it's got an ascent of 3,212 meters. So, you know, this, it's, it's, not, it's not exactly flat, is it? I mean, it's just, it's absolutely crazy. And I, I watched these guys doing it and I thought, those guys are, they're walking. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, why, why wouldn't you? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to figure out, you know, whether they like, run or walk or how they cover that amount of distance. I mean, that is a, I remember going on a, a walk, um, well, many years ago around the Dingle Peninsula and um, I think the furthest on any day was about a marathon distance just walking a marathon distance um, I think if I remember rightly that was um, the stretch which was along a lot of beach and it was ex- it really was exhausting it was it was not so much uh, it wasn't so much exhausting I suppose it, it was my feet my feet really suffered I've really found it hard on my feet so and, and if you're going to go over those um, hills and mountains, or whatever, this kind of along the Pennine Way, then you're going to have to have some decent footwear. Um, and yeah, I just think it's going to be really, really tough on your on your feet. Uh, that was kind of my main thought: is how on earth do they manage it? They're, they're carrying this. I don't know whether they ca- I can't. I can't quite work out whether they have to carry all their stuff. I don't think they have to carry all their stuff. I think I think they can get support, but all the same, it's. They, they are still carrying a pack on their back and they kind of got um uh you know they've kind of got their um you know the, all the their warm weather clothes on they're wearing a lot of stuff so it's not exactly um a light little thing so i just caught my attention where it says here after the green dragon pub and tea room turn right and brace yourself for a climb it's like <laughs> are you serious it's like um yeah to- tourist route around it i i, I mean i kind of wouldn't mind doing the route I don't think I want to cover it in a in twenty four hours. Uh, sorry, in um in seven days. Basically, I think these guys they don't really um sleep for much of the time. So maybe that's one way to kind of get around covering such a large distance. the The record is actually held by a woman. You know, she's she's the fastest. Jasmine um Jasmine Paris. Yeah, Jasmine Paris. Now she did it. I think it was last no, last year, the year before. I can't remember. She um and she had a. A, a very young baby so she actually had to stop and express breast milk as well she still holds a record it was but this time though um it was a re- really fascinating race so you can you can follow it on the internet you can follow it on um you know the, like the gps uh, you can see like where the each of the different athletes have, have got to how far they've got along the routes and um there were two there were two athletes who were doing you know kind of fighting it out for the lead I mean, I just still think it's extraordinary because the weather, I mean, I just don't think the weather was that good. It was kind of really snowy and icy. It wasn't exactly 
the ideal conditions. I, I guess I don't really know what are ideal conditions. If I guess if the weather wasn't like pouring with rain, maybe that was better to be cold and icy. But all, all the same, it, they just like pictures of people with like frozen beards and stuff. But anyway, there were two guys who were fighting out for the lead. So um, Jack Scott was kind of in in the lead, um, like in, going into the last day. He was in the lead. But he had made a mistake earlier on the course and he had got a penalty of, like, I think it's 49 minutes or something, 48 minutes. And then um, he'd got like a, like a penalty back or whatever or some time back because he'd stopped to help somebody. So he'd got seven minutes back. Anyway, he ended up with like sort of like 41 minute penalty. Um, and But at the same time, uh, Damien Hall, who was like a really well respected, very, very good and like long on the ultra these ultra distance runners. Um, he was was basically catching him. And so it turned out with the both both of them in the end running running together for the last um section. But you know, I don't know whether Jack Scott was tried to get ahead, but obviously he'd have to have got 40, 40 plus minutes ahead in order to to win um and so it was quite nice though because they they ran into the finish together and um they have to sort of touch the um the wall um and they touched the wall t- together so they kind of um well i mean they weren't joint winners because obviously damien hall won because the other guy had um a 40 minute penalty but yeah it was uh, i think it's, it's a bit like when you're um you know watching the football results come in on the old teleprinter and um actually sometimes seeing the results come in on the teleprinter is like more exciting than seeing it in real life um it was kind of a bit like that seeing the the sort of dots on the on the gps sort of moving towards uh, the finish and like who who's going to win at the end the other thing that i thought was interesting and um uh, i've got i've got a sort of friend on um who's on twitter um who's really um interested in women's athletics and really um promotes women's athletics um her name is katie holmes and um she's re- very very good on on twitter so katie um holmes is um what do you call it twitter um handle I guess that's what we call it, is at run young 50. And so she's particularly interested in like older athletes, really. But she, um, yeah, she really promotes um, women's athletics and, and she's, she's great. So she was like basically highlighting all the women. And there were a lot of women in the field. I, I just think it's very interesting that um, I don't want to get to that sort of distance. Uh, women become kind of almost like equal with men in their ability. The, the, I think the third person in was a woman as i remember i'm sorry to be so rubbish at remembering people's names and stuff um but um yeah so so yeah it was, it was it's really very exciting the, the race in the end finished um eight o'clock on this morning which is sunday morning and um so there are some people miss the cut off of as always the case but just to take part and to be part of that is i think it was an amazing experience it's not something however that i fancy um for as somebody who <laughs> running along the prom uh, uh, this morning and hitting a patch of ice sort of tentatively stops and jumps over it um i don't think that probably the spine race is, is really made for me or perhaps i'm not made for for the spine race but i think it is something if you now people I, I mean i guess you could you could do sections of it or you could do um you know do it in um i think it happens another time during the year um i think i'm pretty sure there's a summer version of it um and you maybe could do it in, in better weather but i think it would be a, a tremendous experience to be um involved in in that type of thing but uh yeah i, I don't think yeah i don't think i could i could possibly do it saying so I, I didn't even want to get out so i kind of felt like well maybe the, maybe the person who said you know you, there's no such thing as like bad weather it's just not having the right kit 
maybe they, to some extent they have had a p- point but I felt that they were very much saying um, not really respecting the fact that some people could only run in the daylight um, and maybe um, you know didn't feel safe to be out um, in in the dark in the cold um, on their own where they might have an accident and fall over and not have anybody to rescue them as they're lying on the cold pavement I, I just thought it was a yeah I thought it was a bit of a still think it was a bit of a stupid um comment but I think the other thing to say though is if you are going out then you do need to make sure you have got the right kit if you're going to go um going running in the on along the Pennine way in the snow and the cold then you've got to make sure you've got the the right right kit and I, I guess if you're going to do something like that you probably need some kind of sponsorship or financial support because I don't think that it's that cheap to get all that kit together to be organized enough to take a whole week or you probably have to take more than a week off work um to 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 do that so i guess that the people who take part in that type of race um either have got good support or they've got good funding from from somewhere uh, maybe from themselves or from um colleagues or friends or the clubs or whatever but um yeah it's uh yeah, interesting. I just thought it was. Inter- I just thought it was a really interesting race, and I kind of enjoyed the drama of it um, at, at the end. It reminded me a bit of when we did um, we did this relay around the Wirral with my with the athletics club, and um, it was it was just really randomly um, sorted into whether you were born in an odd year or whether you were born in an even year, and the club was kind of split um, between you know, whether you're, um, you were odd or an even, and um, Everybody had to run, um, I think the maximum you could run was five miles, as I remember, or 8K. Um, but you could run sort of any other um, distance between, as far as I remember. And the, around the Wirral, it's about 55 kilometers or something of that nature, some around there anyway. Um, so, or 35, 35 miles-ish, so, I think. Um, so you you needed to have your um, your runners sort of lined up. And I remember the, the beginning of the week... Um, well, it was, maybe the first time it wasn't over a whole week whatever the beginning of the thing people were you know, disorganized and um, didn't really um, you know kind of weren't ready to hand over or whatever because it, it was it was during lockdown and we were you know, trying to social distance and all this type of thing but the the, the the thing that was interesting though was by the end of, of run, running round and round the Wirral several times um both teams were kind of almost like neck and neck on the last day, and the last last kind of day became really, really frantic with with us and everybody's like military precision being in the place at the right time to hand over, and we did the same thing again and another uh, if, no sometime in the back in the in the, maybe the Easter period, um, and it was almost the same again. It was just like, like so so random after all you know, running random around the Wirral, hundred miles plus that you could have a race that was um, really that close. Um, when you've just got two random groups, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a good, really, really good thing to do, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can we can do it again. But there's, there's you think that the race may be quite boring because it's so long, and then the last bit it becomes really really exciting. So that's what I thought with the with the spine race this week. So yeah, so maybe you can look out for that next uh, next time it's up and uh, and see. Uh, you know, see how see how the um, d- different people are are doing. I mean, it's a interesting interesting um, event. Anyway, thank you for for listening, and um, I hope that you join me again um, next week for another episode of the E equals MC spread of running. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.